Welcome to The Itinerary, the official travel podcast presented by Premier Custom Travel. Here's your host, Chris Grum. And today we are back live at Chick-fil-A, continuing our series of chats with people from the Globus family of brands. And we are very excited because Globus was doing an event all over Texas um, with different travel advisors, and they brought in, all the way from Europe, two of their tour directors, actually a tour director and a cruise director. We're going to sit down with one of the tour directors because what we always hear from our customers is, the tour director made my trip because it was so amazing and so much information that I heard from him or her. Uh, we have a lady with us named Iris, uh, say it for me, the last name. <laughs> Venmakers. Venmakers. Now, when you look at it on paper, it looks like winemakers. I but wish. you told me an interesting story. I don't, me too. Uh, you told me an interesting story. It actually means a different type of maker in... Uh, so you're from the Netherlands? I'm from the Netherlands. Okay. And my surname, if we trace it back a little bit, goes direction Luxembourg and even further into Switzerland. Vannemacher. Vannemacher. Uh, so and it's a basket maker. Basket maker. Mm. So, so, and then you said that the Americanized version of that is Wanamaker? Wanamaker. Interesting. See, yeah. I always love to hear stuff like that. My uh, my grandmother and her sister were very much into genealogy, but back in the days when you didn't have the internet exactly. and you didn't have, and I'm going to tell a story now about me real quick, uh, Grum, G-R-U-M, has Germanic roots, and we are actually distant relatives to the Grimm's. From the Grimm fairy tales, but when great-great-grandfather Grimm came over to Ellis Island, as they did with many immigrants, they changed his name. And the I-M-M went to you, and so it was G-R-U-M, and that's where my last name came from. So, uh, you know, genealogy is always interesting to me and the the roots. But Iris is a Globus tour director, and you, it seems, from reading your bio— you knew you wanted to be in tourism very, very young and the whole uh, that tall, right? <laughs> well, uh, so, uh, the, as I understand it, your whole family was in tourism. Is that right? Or at least a, a good chunk of them. My mom, unbelievable, in the 1950s. In the 1950s. Traveling already in, the, not like a tour director in those right. days, but very progressive in the 50s to go to Italy, Austria. So, it's a little bit in the, the genes, I guess. Yeah. And so, when you were 19, you went to school for tourism. Yes. Knowing this is what you wanted. Now, did you know you wanted to be a tour guide or did you have another idea at the time? No, I knew all my life I was going to travel. Going to travel. To discover the world. And I had to wait till I was 18 to come actually here to Texas the first time. You told that story at our meetings today. So why did you come to Texas of all places? I wanted to travel and you had to be 18. And in those years, I'm not saying long time ago, (laughs) (laughs) that uh, it was the opportunity to go across the pond here to come to the U.S. as a counselor. A counselor for the Girl Scouts, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Camp, yeah. Wow. Yeah, in Azel, Texas. That's something else. So what part of Texas? Azel. Yeah, oh, Azel, yeah, okay. Texas. Camp Timberlake. Camp Timberlake. Wow. So for those of you listening in that area, how cool <laughs> is that? Exists. That's yeah. wild. So now, had you been back to Texas since then? Never. First so time this is your first time years. back in 35 yeah. years. We've grown a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought already... In those days, everything was big. and It was the, the days of J.R. and Sue Ellen. That's right. So that was the first thing I had to discover, eh? South Fork Ranch. That's right, South Fork Ranch. <laughs> yeah. So you've bounced around Texas this week yeah. uh, talking to travel advisors. You've been to Dallas-Fort Worth, San Antonio-Austin. Did I get them all? Yeah, no, yeah. The Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, Austin, San Antonio, now Houston, Allen, quite a few. And before, 
I've done a week with the BDM in Florida. Ah, okay. I was just so over in Florida visiting a new ship. So you ah. bounced all over. Have you been to Florida before? Never. That was the first time. Well, you're getting the U.S. tour, exactly. aren't you? Exactly. Very well, excited. All right. Well, let's talk. That's enough about the United States. Let's mm-hmm. talk about what you do. So you are a Globus tour director for how many years now? 19 years with the wow. Globus family of brands. Yeah. Since 2005. Since 2005. What was your very first tour that you did? The in, uh, instruction tour, I remember, the best of Europe. The best of the Europe. The Cosmos. You always start off as a Cosmos tour director. And that was a 16 days fantastic tour. Afterwards, of course, I started to do that on my own. And actually, the first years, I was allocated very often to the 27 days. The oh, masterpiece wow. of Europe. Oh, I love it. 27 days around Europe. Mm. When I was in high school, I got to do a 35-day <laughs> all over Europe. It was not through Cosmos. Uh, I don't know who set it up. It was something through the high school. But we started in Athens, Greece. We worked our way over to Italy and then drove up through the continent, got to France, went across the Channel to England. And we saw everything everything along the way. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, So you talked about in your your presentation today to the travel advisors, you do a bunch of different tours. But there was one that's very close to your heart. Let's start there with the ones I think was the panoramas that you said – are the ones you just really love. I really love the panorama so, tours. So why? Because it gives the, my family in the end, my clients, a real insight of Europe. Because here you can drive for hours and hours through Texas and still being in one state. And in Europe, if we would have done that stretch, we would have changed landscape, scenery, culture, language, mm-hmm. food. And that's what I would like to show and, and give it to my group uh, to... Uh, to experience all that i see so give us an example of a panorama tour uh maybe that you've done recently and what you love about it and maybe a couple of the highlights of that particular trip no it's a, it's a tour that starts uh, in amsterdam for example okay. it's the it's one of the the longest we have nowadays it's not 27 days anymore okay. 14 days maximum and uh, we start in my country amsterdam and the uh, as you can imagine, Amsterdam with the canals, mm-hmm. the Rijksmuseum. Yes. But it's not only about the city itself, which is fantastic. Many of the tour, uh, travel agents today have been in Amsterdam. And once you've been there, we go outside, the countryside. I don't know if you've been to my country. but I have not. That's oh, on my list. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I, just, I was in Northern Europe this summer, uh, and we started in uh, Copenhagen and went to Stockholm. But I didn't make it. Originally, we were supposed to go to Amsterdam on a different itinerary, and we switched at the last minute. So, uh, But it was still amazing. I'd never been to that part of the world before. I'd been to the more continental Europe and never to the northern parts. And it was really, first of all, being there in the summer is a lot better than being here in the summer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the weather was, was much more... Scandinavia, it's, exactly. it's fantastic in summer. Exactly. We don't even start before April, uh, May to travel. Otherwise, the days are too short. Copenhagen, actually, you can a little bit compare, uh, compare it with the Netherlands. Huh? With, well, we did the uh, canal Amsterdam. tours there. Exactly. Yeah, and it was such a beautiful city. So we start in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. then we go out and see your countryside. Exactly. The windmills, the cheese making, the clocks. A little bit, maybe stereotype, but it's, it's a must. It sounds amazing. It really does. Uh, fisherman village of uh, Volendam, try the herring, pickled herring. <laughs> <laughs> the little typical things that uh, you need to uh, experience. Right. 
And then where do we head from Amsterdam if we're doing that? We tour? go south. We're going to leave my country, which is done in two hours. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a relatively <laughs> small country. And up to my neighbors in Germany, and that taste goes through the Rhine. You had been right. talking uh, about talked, the Rhine. We talked with recently Archie, with Archie yeah. about his Rhine voyage, so you kind of follow a similar path. Uh, you cannot compare it with an Avalon. Well, obviously, course, yeah. But we do have a very nice stretch of the Rhine on our panorama tour, and that goes through the smallest part of the Rhine, where we have the Lorelei, the legend of the Lorelei. Mm-hmm. So that taste, a little bit change of pace, change of transportation, uh, on our way to Heidelberg, uh, yes. beautiful Heidelberg. And what we do as well with the Globus uh, tours, to give like here, I, here I need to eat a lot of things here from my colleagues, the, the, the <laughs> beef jerk, you name it, everything fantastic. We're getting you all the Texas cuisine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. And there, of course, you drink a beer. And yes. that's all included. Uh, you must have that taste. We continue into the Black Forest uh, with the Black Forest cherry cake, of mm-hmm. course, the cuckoo clock making. And that slowly, surely, we are heading south direction, the Alps. Oh, oh beautiful. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. And there's so much, especially in that particular itinerary you're talking about, that would fascinate me because there's a lot of World War II history in that region as well. Absolutely. Up and down the Rhine. The Rhine was critical in a lot of that area. And I'm sure you talk about that when you're going through Very. the history of those when areas. When we are on the coach, we go through the history, uh, all the ins and outs as well. Not only about the the, the war, world war, of course. Right. Uh, everything, the the wines, the the vineyards. Right. On the ship itself, we do have the commentary about the castles uh, that we go. I was going to say because you said Heidelberg, and there's a famous castle there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Heidelberg. Yeah. And is that one of the options on my tour if I want to go there? With the Avalon, maybe you have more time there because on this tour, we do have a stop, of course. Right. But it's just like, yes, it, you can manage, but it's not that we've got half a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come from Amsterdam on our way via the Rhine, Heidelberg, a nice beer. And from there, we just drive a little bit further for our overnight uh, in the Rhineland. And where do we overnight in the Rhineland? That depends uh, a little on the bit tour? In the, on the tour. But we get to see a beautiful German town one way or another. Absolutely. That's awesome. And then where do we wind up on a tour like that at the end? All the tour around. We, we, oh, we're going back to your home country again then. We're going to no, go it's not Oh, I circle. want to go back again. Oh, you always go to the next one. You come to the Benelux. But I could go in reverse, I guess. I could do the tour in reverse and join you twice. Definitely. <laughs> You're always welcome. To we don't end in Amsterdam on this one. But indeed, we go uh, as far as Paris. Uh, so it's going wow, down okay. the Alps via Italy. Uh, Venice, and then to the Eternal City, Rome, of course. And that's one of the things I like about the the different selections with both Globus and Cosmos. And, and we should probably differentiate. I know we had Absolutely. Kelly on a while back, and she talked about this. Uh, Globus is, and, and I always hate to use a star ranking system because it, it's unfair to somebody, but Globus is kind of your five-star Cosmos is your four-star, and the logic behind that is the pricing point. That you're going to get a great experience either way. Globus includes a few more things that Cosmos yes. does not. Both are going to be awesome tours, Absolutely. though, either way. And there have been times where I've been looking at different itineraries for customers, and the Cosmos one was a better fit than the Globus one for whatever reason, because it might have gone to a different location or a different place. Um, but um, that's the only real difference between the two is Cosmos is going to be a little bit more budget-friendly on the yes. on that side of things, but you can still see the amazing parts of the world. But where I was going to go was you mentioned multi-countries in that particular tour. You have the option on these tours of saying, I want to go in-depth in whatever country it may be, or I can see multiple countries across 7 or 14 days. And that's what I mentioned this, uh, this afternoon. For a first-time traveler to Europe, I would say it's a very good idea to yeah. do 
uh, that tapestry, right. that from everything a little bit, to give them the taste. Because everyone maybe knows and heard, heard about Europe, but not really what to expect. Right. And then I know uh, many clients say, oh, really, Germany is so well organized. Inside Germany next time or inside Italy. That's what I tell them as Keep well. Keep on going. Yeah. I'll say to them, look, you know, they'll say, well, you know, this tour goes to five countries in 10 or 11 days. Will I get to see enough? And I say, well, you, you could spend 10 days in one country and not see enough. Exactly. But this is a great way to see a few things. And then you go, you know what? I really liked Germany. I'm going to go back and do the German tour. Or I really the liked we, yeah. the Netherlands. Or I re- whatever the country may be, then we can drill it down and really get you the in-depth experience there. And even after that, uh, we now launched the new tours that even go deeper afterwards. Right. Still more undiscovered little places and uh, spots that are not that known, but just as beautiful and interesting. Yeah. So do you, you do a bunch of different tours. Do you have one specific one that is your favorite, or is that like trying to choose a child? And exactly. Thank you for, for mentioning <laughs> that. Because clients ask me as well very often, Iris, what's your favorite it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. I go from Scandinavia, and I love every moment when I'm in Scandinavia. But then again, my panorama, as I said, it's a little bit my that's child. Because thing. that's what I started off with as well. It's, so it's in my DNA as well, panorama. But as I've lived in Spain for five years, anytime I start to work in Spain, a regional tour, it's like yeah, coming back home. So now bit. I have to ask you, because <laughs> they just put a river ship on the Douro. Might we see you as a cruise director down the road? If you, mm, uh, no. I leave that up to Amila. She's, <laughs> she's, gonna be on a few, she's taking pictures of us. She's going to be on a future podcast yeah. that we're going to record in a few minutes. I'm but, absolutely so land. You're, you're, land. You're good with land. Okay. I'm I on just, the coach. <laughs> I was just going to say, because if you love Spain that much, we've sent a ship your direction. You I know. know. With, I'm going to wish to be on it one day, but uh, no, you're but going to passenger. see me afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> afterwards on an extension, join me on a coach in the... In Spain itself. There we go. All right. So uh, one last question for you, and that would be, you know, as I said at the beginning of this interview, the customers come back to me that have done Avalon Waterways or Globus or Cosmos, and they say the tour director or the cruise director made my trip because they were so knowledgeable. They made it run smoothly. They, 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 And I'm not making this up. It's always high praise for that. And it makes me feel good about telling them to go with that. By the way, that's the only brand we sell exclusively, Globus Family of Brands, as far as tours go. But it makes me comfortable in that choice because I know they're being taken care of. Is there one thing... If you were going to tell a first-time land tour person something that would push them over that edge of going, they're, they're kind of still iffy about it, what's one thing that you would say to, them, to reassure them or maybe say, here's why you should do a land tour with me? What would it be? They should do a land tour with us mm-hmm. uh, and with me in that respect because we take care of everything. They are hassle-free. They don't have to worry about anything. It is safe. They are in very good hands. And what I always like to mention, and that's at the end of a tour very often, you know, life continues as well being on a tour. Whatever happens, we are there. Here we are in Houston. Now, Houston, there is, we've got A, but we don't have problems. We don't have a problem, no, yeah. we've got maybe some challenges. We fix it. And very important, when there's something going on, then you know how well oiled the machine is mm-hmm. and the Globus family of brands is a very well oiled machine. And I noticed that and I will say that back especially during the, the pandemic times where we were all trying to figure out how to find our way through exactly. into the end yeah. one of the reasons that we chose to 
stick with you guys exclusively was the way you treated our customers when you weren't traveling. Exactly. And when it was tough for all of us, and none of us wanted to give money back. And but I'm we had very to. proud of that. Yeah, I am too. And that was something that really stuck out to me because, quite frankly, and I'll just say this, we had other brands that weren't quite as forgiving. And it was tough on the customers. It was tough on us. It was tough on them. Tough on everybody. On but, everybody. But Globus made the right decisions. But they dealt it with it in a very, very good way. Yeah, very Absolutely. good way. And now we're back and it's bigger than ever. I mean, it really is. It's, it's challenging sometimes to find places that you guys aren't sold out or ready to send people to you. Yeah. I mean, it's really people want to come see everything. And I think part of it yeah. is that they stayed at home for a year and a half and they realized time is precious. I want to see it while I can. And the good thing is traveling is always one of the first things that stops in any crisis, but right. it's one of the first things that will pick up again because people want to travel. They do. And we want to show them everything. That, uh, we got to show them. Yeah, we got to show them what we can. And I have a sign in uh, one of my um, frames in the office that says, travel is the only thing you buy that makes you richer. Exactly. It's, it's so true. And it's very true. Because you, where else can you see all these amazing cultures and learn so much about the different places that you visit and the the different cultures. It's just, to me, it's it's why I love doing this business. I did 25 years in the radio business. Thought that was great until, you know, I got into travel. Better late than never to discover. Exactly, exactly. exactly that. So if I'm going to ask you to wrap up with, you've toured, uh, taken people on tours a lot of places. Is there one place in the world that you've personally been, whether it was guiding a tour or on your own, that just blew you away or was... I know you've been everywhere. Is there some place that just was a wow moment for you? Because you see all these amazing things. Yeah, it's always a good Is there something that just knocked your socks off? Because I'm looking at yeah, your bio, I'm... Spain, Kenya, Cuba, Turkey, Tunisia, all these different places. Well, it works. Yeah, okay. If it's not to be done specifically on a tour, yeah. I left a little bit of my heart in Kenya. Yes. In Kenya? Yeah. Did you, did you go on a safari? Is that what you did? Or did you visit the people? I worked there for two years. So, worked, yes. Oh, what did you do in Kenya? In tourism. In tourism. All over oh, wonderful. The, the places I work, but indeed, Kenya in a safari, it's, it's something amazing. So yeah. it's, it's once in a lifetime for many. And I would love to, love to go back. I, would t- I, I have not been to Kenya, but my girlfriend is a school teacher that works with uh, pen pals in Uganda. And we had a what chance I, a few years ago exactly. to go over and visit the school. And like you said, we left a little bit of our heart there. Yeah. And we planted a tree and we got to go back and see it one of these days because there is something very special about that continent. Exactly. Yeah. Very special. Well, Iris, it was a pleasure chatting with you. I look forward to sending customers to see you on one of your tours. Uh, when do you start up again? My first tour is an escape tour, winter tour in March from Rome to Paris. Oh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Rome to Paris. Rome to Paris. And if you want to go, we can get you on the bus with Iris. Please join me. I'm there in a few months' time. Thanks for listening to The Itinerary, the official travel podcast presented by Premier Custom Travel. You can view the schedule of upcoming podcasts or listen to previous episodes on demand by visiting our website at premiercustomtravel.com slash the itinerary. Join us next time for another edition of The Itinerary.